podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69. From any size frozen drink, like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry, to a new ice-cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello and welcome to a content podcast. I've been looking forward to La Liga team of the season. It's week 36 and let's get into it with someone who definitely knows what they're talking about when it comes to La Liga team of the season. It is foot legend Air Japes FIFA. Hello. Hello, Ben. My time has finally come yeah. <laughs> uh, this year. And after all those packs saved, I packed uh, Data Mas three times. And that's it. Oh, that's La Liga team of the season uh, for me. Have you got to the red picks yet? I have not gotten to the red uh, picks okay. yet. So I actually got Kunde and Modric, so I'm quite happy with that. All right. Well, that's fantastic. I would be thrilled with one of those two. There are quite a lot of like decent value, decent quality players in the team. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, we also have with us uh, Nate, the foot accountant, to provide some market insights. Hello, Nate. Hello. Howdy, Ben. Thanks for having me back on. It's always a pleasure to be on. And it's a lot of fun, I think, right now in FIFA, because as it's kind of been throughout the whole of TOTS, I mean, there's just you can go into objectives. You can find plenty to do. You can go into SBCs and mm. find plenty to do. There's just a lot to do. It's great fun. And the cards are sick. Yeah, certainly is. And yeah, they are. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, next up, we have DJ, who previously would have been introduced as Man of the People, but his pack luck has meant his sort of community ambassador role has come into question, I'd say. No, my, my pack luck uh, makes me hated across the whole of the community. I don't know. Every time we think it couldn't get any better, uh, it seems to get better. But I've had a little lull recently, but I expect it to come strong again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get into talking about you know the the current team that's out at the moment and uh, the Portuguese league things like that in a sec. But as always, we'll start with pound for pound. Uh, this is the best value player that we've had over the past roughly week or so, and they can be from the market, they could be from an objective, SBCs, etc. And probably the quite obvious one, which uh, has been sent in by a number of listeners actually, is that team of the season, Canales. Footbia saying packed him. From the pre-team of the season, La Liga pack, not used him yet, but he's currently 50k, uh, 98 rated, cam centre mid with basic cam. He's four star, four star, lean body type, high medium, uh, can play anywhere except centre back and goalkeeper, incredibly well-rounded, no obvious weaknesses. Maybe a little more aggression would be nice, um, but he's definitely this year's team of the season, Vasquez. He is a baller. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure you'd be using him. Are you playing him left mid? Oh, or? yeah. Uh, no, I play him as my left center mid. Oh, left center. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Like, he's yeah. just, he's amazing. I Because I had a showdown center mid card for a long time, and his, that was one of previously my favorite cards. Mm. And so I, you know, this felt like a no-brainer for me to stick him right back in the center. And since there's a host of left-wing La Liga options that can play striker or wherever else, it's mm. pretty easy to get him in that way. Yeah. And he's, he's what, 45K, and his... Stats yeah, are pretty insane. much pretty much Modric, and Modric yeah. is almost eight hundred k. It's just bonkers. It is actually mad. I so I've used Canales and Modric, and honestly, think 
Canales might be better. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, it's mad. I believe that. And the good news is everyone will have got a chance to get him in their red picks as well. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess, I feel like he's guaranteed in the guarantee as well. So uh, everyone can look forward to trying him out at some point, I'm sure. But yeah, that was a listener's suggestion. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat that, of course, but we'll try. There are, there are players out there for sure. Uh, let's start then uh, with DJ. Who would you like to put forward here? Well, I really like the look of this La Liga squad, um, mm. and in particular, there's, there's four centre backs you can use. There's a, yeah. sort of the three glamour centre backs. I think that everyone uh, has an eye on with Kounde, Alaba, uh, and Militao. But then there's also um, the Arajao. Mm. That's my uh, Uruguayan accent, which I'm not sure has gone particularly <laughs> well there. But he's under 60k now. He's got base 99 reactions and 99 composure. Which yeah. is just bonkers um, for a 92 rated card. Uh, a Shadow one, obviously, gets to 97 centre back. At that price, got to give him a go. And there's some interesting Uruguayan links uh, now with some Liga Nost, uh, of the, some of the Liga Nost guys that have come along. So I think at 6 4, if you're playing three at the back, you want a guy in the middle just to crunch into people. Um, he looks like an absolute bargain. I can confirm. Play three at the back, uh, went out and just sort of was like, oh, like even on Friday or whatever, I had a chance to play a few games. He was like 80K or something at the time. And I was like, well, this is worth just picking up and trying out. Slapped him right in the middle of a three back. And he is the best center back that I have used this year. No question. Do you know what, James? I did exactly the same thing. And I agree with you 100%. He is my favorite center back this year. I think it's just the, it's the size, right? But he's also got really quite good agility. Yeah, and he does. His face card stats just lie because he has 33 crossing, 41 curve, uh, which really brings down his passing. Whereas actually he's got 99 short passing, 91 long passing. Yep. And it's a similar case with his dribbling. He's got 78 on the card, but actually he's got 99 reactions, 99 composure, 96 ball control. 82 agility, 83 balance, and 60 dribbling, which, yeah. to be honest, I didn't notice the dribbling even. He felt good on the ball. It was weird. Yeah, just so, so outstanding. The value is just there. Yeah, 40k is crazy. Max pace, max defending, basically. Unfortunately, as you can probably tell, DJ, you've nabbed my pound for pound. I was, <laughs> I was, very, I was very happy that first day. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Canales, and if it's not Canales, then I'll probably yeah, go yeah. Orojo, or you know, however you'd say his name. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm up a creek. Yeah, Nate. Let's go to you. We can scrabble around at the end. Well, I'm feeling a little left out on Araujo because I have not used him yet, but I will plan mm. to do so later this week. Uh, but my pound for pound this week is going to be a card that if you're playing three back with him, uh, you could link him on the left wing side, and that's just going to be the free objective on Sufati. I think that um, the objective cards that we've had during team of the season, if you think last week to Sule, who was so good, and then this week we have Fati, who is really good as well. I think, what is it, 10 games to get that card done? And mm. almost every other squad that I'm matching up against in weekend league it has this guy in the team uh, with the Spanish links, you know, him and Isco, I've seen so many times already this weekend league. And I mean, yeah, just for a free card, he's, he's meta. That's why people love him, right? He's got the high agility balance, mm. unique body type. Like, he doesn't have the strength and aggression to back it up, but he feels strong when you play against him. And I was wondering how this would work out because I haven't done the card yet um, myself, but playing against him, he was pretty good. I just mm. wonder how people using him in the attacking sense feel about having 88 positioning and then like 99 finishing, but only yeah. 86 shot power. So tap-ins, I guess, is where you want to be with him. But I think he's more of just a creator for people. And yeah, I think that'd be my card just because 
I've seen him a lot in the weekend league and he's he's pretty good. So yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, I actually went out and did that objective. Wow. Wait, hold on. You did an objective, James. Yeah, I did an objective. <laughs> I was like, check out this guy. Like I get to like do a go out and do a meta card faux free, kinda. Yeah. And I really thought he was like a bit of a fraud. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us more. His ball control, like his dribbling stats, like just don't feel mm. that great. I sort of felt like he was a little clueless at times in mm. his positioning. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I tried him at uh, left striker as well as as a, as an attacking mid. Oh yeah. yeah. And mm. it just neither neither worked out. Yeah. I in fact went out and did the Dunjuma objective and much preferred him to Fatih. So you did an SPC and an objective? Over the I weekend. did an SPC and an objective. <laughs> I what debated on Isco and then I was like, mm, maybe I'll do him yeah. a little bit later on after I hear some reviews because he he was like, sli- he's slightly more expensive. Mm, so Danjuma, five star weak foot, four star skills. Where would you be playing him actually in the back three? Well, see, I, I love the ability to have some A player that I can drop from striker to outside mid as well if I'm chasing a game. So like Mm. he obviously has great stats going forward. And if I'm chasing, I can drop him back to left mid. He'll absolutely do the job for me there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He gives me like an additional attacking presence while still doing something defensively. Just a really like flexible player. If I ever didn't want to use him like right from, you know, starting 11, just I can bring him off the bench as either outside midfielder to give me a boost going forward, Mm. which I think is really pretty like invaluable to have yeah so you pick him for pound for pound because 140k uh, like how have you found him i was impressed with this the stat combo that he had before but he is much better than i was even expecting him to be in game so i am yeah. picking that okay well, that makes sense i mean i'm not sure who i meant to go for here now but i tell you what maybe i can bring in a portuguese league player and that might spice it up a little bit. I was thinking Fakir because people know that I've enjoyed Fakir in the past, but he's, he's just got such a sweaty reputation this year and he doesn't have the five-star skills, which the foot birthday version that I really liked does. But I feel like if you look at the price difference between Fakir and Felix, it just seems, Xiao Felix, it just seems kind of ridiculous. Um, obviously, five-star skills is a big factor for some people, but if you're not that bothered about it, then for me, Fakir, all the way, I used Felix actually uh, for like eight games maybe um and he was not that special like he was good did you use him as a second striker well i had Cantona behind Ronaldinho and felix so sort of i guess i think he i think he will shine at the moment as an attacking mid oh yeah yeah maybe actually yeah because i had Cantona there and had Xiao felix and Ronaldinho ahead of Cantona. Mm. don't get me wrong i'm not saying he's bad i'm just saying for the price, it feels a yeah, lot. Yeah, for pound for pound. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, certainly not a pound for pound. But even, you know, uh, spending that much coinage on him feels a lot to spend versus Fakir, who, if you're not bothered about the five-star skills, I think it's probably even going to perform better having used that birthday Fakir and he was dominant for for a time. I think this Fakir will be a big improvement beyond the five-star skills. And I, I think the player that I'd probably go for is, I don't know, it's tricky because Nunes, I will do a review of Darwin Nunes on the uh, gameplay podcast because I used him quite a bit and he's a really interesting player for those who don't know he got an upgrade to five star skills four star weak foot but actually do you know what I'm tempted to say because he will drop right at the moment he's a little expensive um, but I used Rafa the uh, right mid yeah he's always kind of awesome yeah he is but then I wouldn't say he's necessarily uh, one of your forwards because he's maybe not the most special 
but I think as a wide mid in a back three or even maybe in a midfield three as a more advanced player, he seems really good actually. His defensive ability is okay with a boost to his uh, defending, physical and long passing with a backbone. Um, but I would also say Octavio might be up there. He's someone who I think for 25k is he's just very fluid, uh, nice links. And yeah, no, he's good. And he has those sweet, undeserved Brazilian links. Yeah, he shouldn't be because his other items are Portuguese and his base items Brazilian. So I'm very confused. But Octavio had a Tots objective card last year, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, I had a, as a super sub for quite a while because he really did make, you know, one of those guys who can come on and make a real impact. So if it's similar to that. Yeah, he's just a, a slippery player and good defensive stats as well, which is always nice. But yeah, there are a few interesting players in, in that team. But I think that probably wraps us up for pound for pound. So I look out for a vote as always on Twitter. I'm just weekly so sad that all of my like favorite yeah. picks <laughs> came to, you know, you know, I, I am, a, I will give like another quick shout. I'm pretty excited to try that Mooney Ayan card. It's always a card oh, that I like at the beginning of the cycle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people are probably sleeping on him a little bit. And I think he has the base or like the default 99 agility balance combo. Mm, well, this is the thing. I think actually I'm going to have to go to lock in the pound for pound to forget who I was talking about earlier because the Portuguese league players, although, you know, it's nice to go for someone really, really cheap, actually for 100k more for Fakir, you're going to get someone who is you know, a truly excellent player and someone that can make a real difference. If you look at stats with Hunter, you know, that is a top, top tier forward if you're happy with the four star, four star. Whereas, you know, those other players that I've mentioned are maybe not going to have that kind of an impact. Although Octavio, maybe in the midfield and Rafa as well, um, will have an impact. Fakir, I think just looks outstanding and compared to other players of much much higher prices so i think it's weird with these portuguese league and these minor league players there are some top top tier players who are really expensive or one generally and then the rest just i don't know even eight discard yeah not very desirable basically some of these guys have gotten some pretty good boosts but it's not all the way across the board like you look at the nunez boost or like talisca for or romarino from last week and they got some mm. pretty nice upgrades especially the five star skills on talisca same this week with Nunez. But I think if you look at the rest of the team, yeah, like you're saying, most of them just become fodder apart from a few cards, which, I mean, some of the cards that are in the team that are fodder, like, they're still pretty good. You know, mm. Pedro Poro, I think, is he's all 80s or above with 96 pace. Rafa looks pretty good. Even Taremi looks like a card you might want to use or Uribe. Everybody remembers his uh, objective card. Was that last year? Or was it that earlier this year? Whenever it was, it was it was this year because it gave you that great link for Corona oh, to get him right. in with the five five. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That was the happy days. So they're showing the lower leagues lower in quotes, of course, but these other leagues, I think they're still showing them more love this year than they have in previous years because all of them automatically became fodder. And this time around, I think there's plenty of usable ones. It's just like a couple per week instead of the whole team yeah that's actually a fair point like you know a couple of marquee players essentially that people are interested in maybe is an improvement on past years and they are boosting the skill moves and weak foot so maybe a couple of players in there to make it more interesting i think that is the problem though with a lot of these players dj if you look at it yeah you know, they don't have a lot of them have three star three star in this team actually and you just kind of think you know drop a little five star skill or five star weak foot here and you're suddenly making a player that people might go out their way to use because with these players, you are having to go out your way to, to use a lot of them, right? Exactly that. That's what that's what would be good if you got these players that you know skills wise, I'm um, sorry, stats wise are right up there with with the other op- options. But you give them something spicy around that, like a five star weak foot or a five star skill move, and then people are trying to find ways to get them into their team. That mm. that's fun. That's a bit more interesting. I think you know, I, just it's just a bit sad that they're a little dull. You know, that Taremi with a marksman is a 98 striker. 
mm. but he's four four. You know, yeah, give him a five star yeah. weak foot, and suddenly everyone's going, "Well, I got you know, is there, you know, is this someone I need to try and find a way to get into my team?" Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be so easy someone like Fakir to get him into your team. You're not going to go out your way to get a Taremi in, even though yeah, he might be good because it's four star, four star. It's not an especially unique player, and it's one of these weird things they've been doing. I think in some ways. And I do think, as Nate pointed out, the improvement on these small league teams is a good thing. I just feel like they aren't maybe spicing these up as much as they could for some reason, whether it's work rates, but also mainly the fact that I don't see them going for like a five-star weak foot upgrade, but keeping it, say, a three-star skills or going for a five-star skills and keeping the three-star weak foot, right? It's always, let's take one player, maybe two, make them meta by giving them the four-star, five-star in these uh, minor league teams so maybe that's something they could do just to make it a little bit more exciting um, but on that talking of exciting let's take a break and we'll be back to talk about the market when to be buying players and thoughts on draft too all that in just a second so you'll have probably heard before that foot weekly is made possible by our supporters and that could be anyone it could be you for example but it's also shane who's the founder of mystic jerseys shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 10 percent off the premium box for Foot Weekly listeners. What that means is for a special rate of just over £30, plus a little bit more for postage depending on where you are in the world, you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt, which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world. One of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club, presumably a rival club, and you can also specify which particular colour to if you'd like to take advantage of that, then you can head over to Mystique Jerseys, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then use the code FOOTWEEKLY, F-U-T, weekly, to get that 10% off. Thanks to Shane and Mystique Jerseys for supporting the podcast, and of course, all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. You can join them too. Just search Support Foot Weekly. You can get double the podcast content for just £3 a month. Link in the description too. If you do consider it, then a huge thank you and a huge thank you for listening. But for now, let's get back into the podcast. Hello, welcome back after the break. We're going to do some other topics, but I did want to talk a little bit more about La Liga because we discussed a fair few players, but there are still more interesting ones to cover. Particularly interested uh, to hear from you, Japes, as a bit of an expert on centre-backs in La Liga who might be taking your fancy because, I mean, really there are four really quite good ones here. Well, my back line, I probably will not pay up for Militao. Mm. Like Alaba is kind of a no brainer in the back line because he's left footed. And Kunde is probably my favorite center back that I've used this year, even though mm. like I haven't used his team of the season, but I've used the Orojo card and he's probably the best that he's better than Kunde just because he's bigger and he can play in the middle. Mm. Kunde could play in the middle. It's just you're going to be playing like a different type of style if he's your central center back. Mm. So I will probably skip out on Militao unless I unless, of course, I pack him like in reds. And if that's the case, then I will probably I guess I don't know. Ooh, that'll be a tough one. I'll probably skip out on Alaba if I pack Militao, even though he's mm. left footed, um, just because I think Kunde is just better. I've gone for Alaba mainly because of the flexibility I packed um, untradeable Acuna. And then to get Alaba in as well with a three back, you can also flick him into left back, push Acuna into midfield, and it just gives you that that formation flexibility. And Alaba's brilliant. You know, I loved his cards earlier in the game, but getting that left foot in, but also with these, all these boosted stats, he's fantastic. He can ba- play basically anywhere apart from maybe the stamina runs out after a bit if you work him too hard. That is true, actually. It is nice to have a left footer. The other player that I wanted to mention here, though, 
the Pedri, I mean, it's just a ridiculous player. Five-star skills, four-star weak foot, yes. without any boost at all, no cam style. He's a 97-rated centre mid and cam. Almost the perfect box-to-box nippier midfielder with like basically maxed-out passing stats and, and dribbling. And yeah, it, kind of ridiculous to think he's getting this. Just expensive. His card at, yeah, 19. And, and he yeah. is expensive. He's but, like 1.3 mil. But, but not crazy. Not relative, yeah. though. You know, you compare him to Bellingham and you're that price. You know, this guy has got five-star skills. He's going to be everywhere. I love the, the base Pedri card as well that it's based mm. off early in the game. That was a great little card to play with. So I've got my eyes on Pedri. I think he's coming in. It could be the end of uh, the great Deli Alley. Can we talk about Benzema too? Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. actually going to say, Nate, what? he's like three million. That's crazy. I know he's got five-star weak foot, but it feels a lot. Yeah, it does feel like a lot. I think it's just the combination of how he's played in real life. And Mm. I mean, I think honestly, what really has made Benzema this expensive is everybody used his flashback earlier on in the year. And that kind of put Benzema on like, especially earlier in the game that kind of put him in on the map. And like, usually you wouldn't use Benzema until pretty later on once you got enough pace or a dribbling boost to make him a bit more meta quote unquote, at least most people. Mm. Um, But this year, I mean, what was that on Black Fridays when we had flashback Benzema? And so people have been using that card since the beginning. Again, he's had such a great year. The link to Vinny Jr. I still think it's too expensive though, mm. especially with, you know, we're going to have a League One Tots come this next week with maybe a, a Ben Yedder potentially, uh, mm. of course, an Mbappe. So those are both French attackers that might hurt him a little bit, but it's Benzema. He's really hyped and he's got all the links right. And this, the rest of this team is really cracked. So it might be like a Bellingham type situation where Bellingham was like three and a half mil last week. All the pros wanted to use him, but then, oh, new cards come out this week. They're super exciting. And then Bellingham drops a million coins. <laughs> like mm. it might be that sort of thing where Benzema is in the three mil range this week. But if we get a really good league one tots, then he might end up coming down into the two mil range next week. I hope so. I've been like a Benzema truther this year. I did mm. his first player of the month card. Yeah. Ooh. So, you know, yeah, like I've been, he's my favorite striker that I've used. No mm. question. And this, this card to me is just like probably the greatest card Benzema's ever going to get in the history of ultimate team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I am eager to try to get my hands on it, but he is well out of my price range at this point in time. So saying many, many prayers for red picks. It's Monday now, isn't it? What day will people be listening to this the pod? Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday later in the day, I guess. Okay, three, if it's, he's 3.3 on PlayStation at the moment. I'd be surprised if he's 2.5 by Tuesday. I just think he's so overpriced. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, well, I was thinking if you look at Lewandowski, right? Yeah, yeah. he's like, I mean, Lewandowski, don't get me wrong, isn't as good in terms of the stats, but he's not far off at all. They're similar profile in terms of their size. In fact, they're exactly the same height and weight, funnily enough. Um, same work rates, I think. Huh. He's 480k or something, Lewandowski. Whereas- not French. Uh, not La Liga well yeah. exactly that's what I was about to say like French La Liga Real Madrid I think that's what you're not, you're paying yeah, for not La Liga yet agent DJ here um, yeah no I, I yeah it is interesting to see his price mix so high but maybe DJ's right maybe it'll just drop through the week as the hype just drops off high. interesting to know uh, from you Nate what your thoughts are on kind of meta player pricing and, and how it's kind of panned out what you saw for Prem was, remember the guys like Salah, Manning, and Ronaldo, they were pretty low on the weekend and a little bit into Monday. But then as we got throughout the week, especially after the guaranteed SBC came out, those guys exploded just because 
they weren't getting packed as much. We still had good content and good SBCs coming out um, that people were doing and the upgrade packs, but it seemed like for those upper echelon top tier players, their cheap points were earlier in the week. And then mm. your lower tier players. So like in that week of Prem, it was like Jota, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bernardo Silva, still very good, but way cheaper and highly packable. You know, people were packing them on Wednesday out of the guaranteed pack. And then after that is when they started to go up. So I think for guys like Acuna, Araujo, Alaba, Kunde, and Fakir, mm. Courtois, Canales, those under 200K type cards, I would think that they would be a pretty good price on like Tuesday, Wednesday around the hype of the guaranteed SBC coming out. Um, and then after that, I think you would see them uh, kind of go upward. But I, I know it sounds crazy, but Benzema and Vinny might stay this expensive throughout the rest of the week unless some unless he did something crazy. That was how it worked mm. with Premier League. But what to see? I still think they're overpriced, but we thought that Ronaldo was overpriced at five mil. So <laughs> it kind of relies on alternatives coming onto the market for these top end players to drop. Is that is that what you'd say? Yeah, I would think so. Like if you look even with the, the drop on the Bundesliga and the Premier League cards in the past week or the weekend, just with how incredible and you know hype the La Liga Tots was for most people, you saw so many of those other older Tots cards drop off a lot. And that's bound to happen as we get more and more team of the season cards that come out. And it's like every single week people switch their teams around to you know the new league that comes out. And that's fun. That's totally fine. But it just you don't want to be holding on to cards for forever unless it's a mm. really really cheap one like you know from this week in Araujo or a Canales you know you get them under 40 50k you're probably going to be fine and at that point if you're like if I lose 10k who cares but if you're losing you know a million coins on a guy like Jude Bellingham who goes from three and a half mil to two and a half mil then that's where you might need to be a little proactive but yeah yeah also, I uh, was going to say, Nate, it's possible that this is the last team of the week. Yeah. That was a, a team of the season or inform requirement, right? Yep. And what do you think that means for Forda is team of the season and Forda is, is informs, I suppose? Yeah, I think that those team of the week, we saw this happen last year too. They're still going to release a few SBCs, I would imagine, that would have a sole team of the week requirement in it. And especially mm -hmm. if you think about some of those icon SBCs or like of the moments player SBCs that are still outstanding that have like mm. a couple weeks left on them. I would I would say it's not a terrible idea to go through and just stock your club if you want to with a couple informs, whether it be mid like 84, 85 rated cards, maybe even some of the higher tier ones as people do those icon SBCs in the next coming weeks through the last week of, of team of the season. Um, just because without any supply, they're probably still going to go up a little bit. I just don't think it's going to happen instantly it's going to take a little bit of time and you're like, well, why would I be buying cards now to sell in like late June or July? But I mean, mm. you put a couple of things in your, your club and you want to forget about them for a month, come back to them and maybe they'll be up in price. I yeah, think yeah. that could, you could do that with some informs this week. Yeah. I was noticing even 86s, which can be used in higher or lower 84 rated squads are pretty much discard or 12 K or something like that. So it right. could be potentially a good opportunity with very little risk there. Yeah, I agree. One other thing to think about is um, we haven't had team of the weeks in the tradable team of the week packs from foot champs rewards for the past few weeks. So mm -hmm. your most recent, the last two or three team of the weeks, even though they've been supplied a lot from lightning rounds and stuff like that, I think they'll be end up being a bit more rare in general. Mm -hmm. So these more recent team of the weeks might be good ones to just stock in your club because 
those uh, the team leagues we've seen this year, of course, have been super, super supplied uh, on the weekends with those tradable packs from uh, Foot Champs Rewards. So we haven't had those in the past couple of weeks. Nice. Well, I was going to move on to something uh, that is interesting that they added over the weekend, uh, which is these draft objectives. So basically, it's just, uh, I guess, various e-figs packs and uh, pack rewards that you can get through an objective. But it is purely uh, played in draft. Now, before we discuss, I was thinking we could have a little chat about drafts and, and the tips that we might have for them, but also, I guess, what we make of them and, and, and also just a conversation perhaps about what would improve them. Because it feels like we haven't really seen much focus on draft at all over the last year. So it's nice to see them doing that, or even the last few years, actually. Uh, but first of all, DJ, I know you've been doing this yourself. There is quite an easy way to complete these draft objectives if people would like to save themselves some time. You'll be glad to know that while we've been uh, having this chat, I've won the draft. Um, it was uh, by whacking it on beginners, scoring a goal, and then giving it to my fullback uh, for four games. And uh, basically, it cranks up the, the draft uh, fever objective count for your wins and your games and you don't really have to do much now the packs aren't anything to write home about but they're as good as doing it on ultimate skill level uh, mm. against the ai um so as long as you're doing it offline and you've got some other things to be doing with your time then uh, score a goal give it to your fullback uh, and let the game count away yeah well also the chances of winning draft i mean for any player the odds can't be very high because of the way that the structure works and actually, you may end up getting better packs through playing offline. And as you say, difficulty doesn't affect the packs you get, just the match coins. So why not you know, do that? And you could do something else in the meantime. Uh, but have some fun in online draft if you want to. Interesting to try a few players, I guess, as well. I was interested to know, though, Japes, I know you do play a fair bit of draft or have in the past. Have you got any tips in terms of draft, whether it's building the squads out? I've seen some pretty poorly built squads in draft playing online. I think they're I'm like willing to take uh, chemistry players in certain positions. Like if I start my back line and I pick I have like an option for, say, like a good Premier League center back, I'll likely just take average Premier League players to have a Premier League back line versus take like excellent league uh, players to have two caught like excellent cards mm. amidst, you know, but be on potentially really low chemistry. And the same thing goes, I always, I almost always take fullbacks, not based on their skill, but for chemistry. Mm, okay, I think that's good advice. And then are you pretty much always just aiming for a particular league as you go through? Yeah, I would say oftentimes I do that. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess uh, one other thing I would say, uh, question to you maybe, DJ, if you're playing draft online... I'll often pick a formation which is good for chemistry, but not necessarily the formation that I'd normally use. Four four two, for example. Do you tend to play things a bit differently considering the players and formation? Yeah, I, I, I find it difficult to switch formations and players without getting used to them. So I know I'm always going to be on the back foot on that. So I generally mm. just go for it. I'll take an attacking formation and just go and have some fun. Yeah, pass yeah. the ball around, try some skill moves, try and score some great goals. It's one of the few modes where you don't have skill-based matchmaking, so the guys you come up against can vary massively in skill level. And I generally find I'll win the first couple because the player pool's wide enough that I, I, I can probably beat 60 70% of the player pool that's out there. So you, you'll get a couple of those early on, and then you'll hit a couple of hard ones, and I might win, might lose. So <laughs> just go out there not expecting anything special. Don't get worked up about it. Try and score some nice goals is my approach. Yeah, yeah. I would also say, you know, when you're picking players, look at chemistry styles because often there'll be some random chemistry style on a centre-back. It makes such a big difference. You can be looking at two 
centre-backs, let's say you're pretty sure you're going to be getting them on full chem. Um, obviously, do consider if you're not going to be able to get them on chemistry. But if they both had pace chem stars that are max boost pace chem stars, then that, you know obviously that's fine. But quite often, one will have no pace boost at all. One will have a max chem uh, pace boost. And that basically means that actually your slower centre-back is faster than what looks like your faster centre-back. So just bear that in mind. It actually does make a massive difference. And some of the chemistry styles are very strange uh, that they apply to players. And it's the same for forwards as well. I've multiple times taken players who you wouldn't expect just because the chemistry style I know is going to make them better than the other players. So uh, just bear that in mind uh, when you're picking players. Um, Nate, interesting in terms of the rewards for draft, I would say, they're just considering the incredible rewards actually you can get from other modes, in relative terms, they're just not that great, are they? I mean, the objectives obviously spice it up. They give it an additional pack Mm -hmm. reward yeah i think the way that they have structured the division rivals grind this year with your reward reward upgrade getting rewards for the champs qualies and then getting champs finals rewards i think that's just taking everybody most people away from draft unless you have more spare time and you still want to go out and play games i think draft has really taken up probably a hit this year i would be really interesting to look at like the metrics of it specifically but with where they've pushed people into that, again, rivals, qualities, and foot champs, um, kind of demanding a bit more games there during the week. I think that foot draft's definitely taken a hit, and it seems like they have to do something like this, which they've done a couple times now this year, to mm-hmm. put out some extra draft objectives to, like, you know, push you to go play the game mode, which, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't hate it, I guess. It's kind of cool to see that freshened up, mm-hmm. but also it's kind of like, well, yeah, this has definitely fallen behind the, maybe behind the curve, you could say. Yeah, yeah. This year in terms well, the of- The rewards curve. Yeah, the rewards yeah. curve, exactly. Since they've increased the rewards for rivals and all that stuff, now you're like, mm. well, why do I play draft? And I'm just going to go do my yeah. other games, you know? For most people now, it's like a major opportunity cost, like with given like a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. If you don't play like your rivals or foot champs or whatever, you're potentially giving up like some- like a, a more guaranteed shot at a serious player mm-hmm. where previously it was kind of like, yeah, I could maybe skip rivals rewards and roll the dice on some drafts. And if you're good at draft, then you'll probably be, you know, it might be worth it. Yeah. That's the weird thing, isn't it? Like you have to be really quite good. Like, you know, no matter what people might say, you have to be really quite good to win a draft in relative terms to the foot player base, because you just think about the mathematics of how it trims down the numbers as you go through the rounds, right? You have to be pretty good to to win it. And the rewards along the way, I mean, they're just not great at all. The rewards sometimes when you win it can be great, but not always. So inconsistent. And of course, if you don't win it, it's probably going to be a bad reward for what it could be uh, an hour of gameplay, which just in the current rewards climate isn't good enough as we've been saying but also your draft can be totally ruined by the fact that there are only two guaranteed goalkeeper spots the goalkeeper spot on the pitch the first spot on the bench and you can end up with a gold non-rare keeper who's like 75 rated probably slightly higher than that but just is going to concede every shot pretty much and actually the team that you build at this point in the cycle often isn't that great as well yeah, I think, you know, at this stage of the game, if you're going to go and do drafts and end up with a team that's worse than your team, <laughs> yeah. then it's not as appealing. Yeah. So, you know, 
just put top end right the way across, you know, just move it around, give different options, let people use the cards, you know, throwing in that random uh, common gold pick every so often. It's just a waste of a pick and a waste of time for everyone, you know. Let's get the, the big cards in there that people want to use. The other thing that I still can't believe they haven't fixed on draft is if you've got a formation with a left wing or a left forward and you get a left midfielder, please just change it to a left forward. Because mm. it's it's so frustrating that they don't change the... Yeah, yeah. that's insane. That's insane. Just, you know, it just makes the whole thing painful for no apparent reason. Yeah, yeah. Anything, Nate, you would add in terms of like uh, either tips or things that uh, you'd like to see changed? While you're doing the draft, if you're playing the games just to get the objectives done and like you're doing the single-player beginner, one thing that I did, you can actually do two objectives at one time if you get three Liga Portugal players in your draft team and three Spanish mm-hmm. players, you can do the objective. Oh, I forget the guy's name. This the Spanish. Oh, Sarabia, Pablo Sarabia. 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 You can get yeah. that done because it's in any game mode uh, at the same time as you're winning your draft games. So that's just uh, yeah. a little cheeky tidbit I'd say there. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, for making draft a little more spicy, I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool if they just like any player that you pulled from let's say you you're in a center mid spot like when you're choosing your draft player and you get the selection of players that pops up when you choose that player i think it'd just be cool if the player in that position like their card would just morph to the position that you put them in so let's say you let's say you get Mm -hmm. a messy in your in your draft and he's right wing you guys mentioned like the whole right forward issue let's say you have a right forward slot in your in your squad he just automatically boom changes to right forward but then you put him at striker and now his card's a striker card like i don't Mm. know that'd be something crazy that you know they could add probably wouldn't be that easy of course with coding and all that stuff but um i don't know that'd be something different but yeah like you said they just made like a a max chem version of draft that was yeah i was gonna say you just you could just make it max chem and yeah. leave like just tell people position modifiers don't matter in draft. But yeah, yeah I yeah. think what DJ mentioned too with the level of your team that you're getting, if you're not getting something that's either at the level or better than your current team and you're not able to use really new players, like if they put the new promo cards in draft right away, then there would be more demand for people to go and say, all right, let me go see if I can get a couple of these dudes in draft and try them out this way instead of, you know, um, mm. spending coins. Well, but how- that would also be against. EA wanting to make money. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, and and a lot a lot of the the reason for using draft is you want to try out cards. Why not make the captain a free pick? Pick whichever card you want in the game, and then you can do the draft after that. Which means you definitely get the card you want to try mm. out. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Also, SBC players aren't in the pool, are they? But it'd be kind of fun if an SBC was out, if it actually had a high chance of appearing within draft and then you could give them a go uh, before you complete it a bit like having a loan option almost and you could actually pick that player if we're using dj system uh, to have a go with them so uh, something like that would work really well but i think on that we're probably ready to wrap up actually Uh, looking forward to the gameplay pod this week we've got runners joining us plenty of gameplay tips and a discussion about quitting actually as well um but japes thank you very much for joining us on this content pod cheers ben hopefully good things to come in my red picks give me benzema (laughs) and Benzema and Pedri. Mm. What are you targeting? Do you reckon you can get to fourteen? Do you think? Oh, I don't. I don't actually think I'll be able to play all the matches oh, okay. this week. So probably um, looking at eleven wins for the one of three picks. Yeah. times two, I guess. Oh man! Uh, so I have to play. Oof, I got a long way to go. Okay. <laughs>
enjoy we'll, we'll look forward to that cheers and then we also have had dj thank you very much for coming on as always thanks very much ben i'm currently 7-3 hoping to get to 11 wins and uh having mm. already packed well had Vinny player of the month then packed his headliner i fully expect to pack him <laughs> um because that's just how it rolls this that year. seems to be yeah. um and uh and then the other one will probably be oh god, give us a Pedri as well. There we go. I've decided. Uh, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to uh, imagine them into existence through manifest it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great. Yeah, these two will be on the uh, gameplay podcast. But Nate, leaving us here. Thank you very much, Nate, for coming on. As always, great to have you in sight. Uh, absolutely, it's always great to be on. Best of luck for everybody opening upgrade packs uh, this mm. week coming out. Uh, well, should be out by the time you're listening to this and. Uh, yeah, my weekend league, I'm 2-0, and so I'm a bit behind the curve, but on the road mm-hmm. to 11, and... I'm being. Militao. Yeah. I would take Militao. Yeah, yeah who wouldn't? Uh, what a card. Thank you very much to our guests here, and of course to all you listeners for tuning in. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast to get that episode every week into your podcast feed, then you can do so via all the podcast platforms out there. And if you'd like an extra episode every week, uh, which this week will be a gameplay podcast, then you can get the supporter episodes over on patreon you'll be supporting the pod just three pounds a month and getting double the podcast content just search support for weekly and to those supporters out there thank you very much for keeping the podcast going greatly appreciated and a big thanks to those icon patrons dave b coach vass chris w dj fifa player hugh j steve c matt l alistair alan g anthony r dominic rob p l jeff b christopher r stephen f michael tom b Damon H, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Roger D, Alex M, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Dominic G, Adam H C, Adam R, Andy H, Joe W, Dylan, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, Finish it and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. 
Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.